Good morning. It is Saturday, the 28th of November, a couple days after Thanksgiving. Welcome to the Daily Audio Prayer. I am Sean Odenhall, and it is good to be here this day. We are continuing through Luke to pray through the Gospel of Luke, the journey of the story of Christ coming as a man and his up to his crucifixion and one of the four Gospels in our New Testament, so the book of Luke. So today we will focus on the rich ruler or the rich young ruler from Luke 18, 18 to 30. And then we're going to pray together through the Valley of Vision and a section in Voices from the Past, another Puritan uh, devotional. This one is by Jeremiah Burroughs, and it's from his book, The Saint's Happiness. So very wonderful things that I've read that, that will be encouraging as we pray through them. So let's begin by reading Luke 18. A certain ruler asked him, saying, Good master, good teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus asked him, Why do you call me good? No one is good except one, God. You know the commandments. Don't commit adultery, don't murder, don't steal, don't give false testimony, and honor your father and mother. He said, I have observed all these things from my youth up. And when Jesus heard these things, he said to him, you are still lacking one thing. Sell all that you have and distribute it to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come follow me. But when he heard those things, he became very sad for he was very rich. Jesus, seeing that he became very sad, said, how hard it is for those who have riches to enter into God's kingdom. For it's easier for a camel to enter in through a needle's eye than for a rich man to enter into God's kingdom. And those who heard it said, then who can be saved? But he said, the things which are impossible with men are possible with God. Peter said, look, we have left everything and followed you. And he said to them, most certainly I tell you, there is no one who has left house or wife, or brothers, or parents, or children, for God's kingdom's sake, who will not receive many times more in this time and in the world to come, eternal life. Lord Jesus, as we come to you today, we pray, you told the rich man and all those around him how difficult it was to enter the kingdom of God. So much so that they asked you, well, who can be saved then? We know how short of your standards we all fall. Yet you say, what is impossible with man is possible with God. And Lord, we know that every man is different. Every man has a different level of, of in this case, of wealth and riches, but also has a different level of desire to really follow you, Lord. 
Yet you say, what is impossible with man is possible with God. You are able to change our hearts. You are able to change even those who are not hungering and desiring true eternal life. It is such a relief to know that you made a way and that it doesn't depend on us. We don't have to strive to earn anything. You have done it all. So we lift up your holy name today, Lord. Lord Jesus, only you are worthy to receive all glory, honor, and praise. Once all of us were lost, but you took us out of darkness and placed us in your kingdom of light. And only you can save us, for you are our Lord and King. And for this, many things, we love you. God, you are the source of all good. And this morning we worship you and we acknowledge this fact that all good comes from you. For you inhabit eternity. The heavens declare your glory, the earth your riches, the universe is your temple, and your presence fills immensity. Yet you have of your pleasure created life and communicated happiness. You have made us what we are, and you have given us what we have. So in you, we live and move and we have our being. Your providence has set the bounds of our habitation and wisely administers all of our affairs. We thank you for the riches that are in Jesus that you have given to us, for the unclouded revelation of you in your word where we behold your person, your character, your grace, and your glory, your humiliations, sufferings, death, and resurrection. Give us to feel a need daily of your continual saviorhood and cry with Job, I am vile. And with Peter, I perish. And with the publican, be merciful to me, a sinner. Subdue in us this love of sin that we have. Let us know the need of renovation as well as of forgiveness in order to serve and enjoy you forever. We come to you in the all-prevailing name of Jesus with nothing of our own to plead, no works, worthiness, and no promises. We are often straying away, often knowingly opposing your authority, and often abusing your goodness. Much of our guilt arises from our religious privileges and our low estimation of them, our failure to use them to our advantages. But we are not careless of your favor or regardless of your glory. Impress us today deeply with a sense of your omnipresence that you are ever, ever about our path, our ways, our lying down, and our end. Lord, we also pray for a continuing hunger for you. Lord, we thank you that hungering souls are blessed because It is promised that we shall be satisfied. Do satisfy us, Lord. 
May we find such contentment in the ways of righteousness that our hearts shall never turn quite out of those ways whenever, no matter what temptations we meet with. Lord, this is a comfort to, to us to know that no temptation can possibly draw you out of the way. Thank you, Lord, that all of us who have the beginnings of true grace and though we are hungering for more, we find enough satisfaction that we should never leave and we will never leave the paths of God. Lord, there is a time coming when all hungering souls shall be satisfied to the full. A time when we will sin no more. We look forward to that day, Lord, when we shall never be troubled from this heart of ours, from this wretched, proud, stubborn, carnal, distrustful heart. We praise you that there is coming a time when we will serve you as much as you desire and have as much grace as you desire that we have. Lord, thank you that when we hunger for righteousness, that we will not be satisfied with anything else. May that be true of us. Lord, may that be so true that that we are not satisfied with anything else. And this desire is the seed of righteousness that is already there. We have a seed of righteousness in us. And no, none of us, no soul can thirst for righteousness unless it has righteousness already. Thank you for that fact, that, that truth, that everything desires things suitable to its nature. For we know, Lord, that Animals, the ox desires grass, fish, they desire water. So a covetous man desires riches, a sensual man desires pleasure, and an ambitious man desires honor because that is suitable to who their natures are. But we who have the nature of Christ, we have a desire for righteousness for we have the righteous seed in us. It has already begun in our soul. Lord, we thirst after righteousness because it's an indication of that we are in covenant with you. And we thank you for that, Lord, today, that we are in covenant. When we thirst after righteousness, it is proof that we are in covenant of grace. And this helps our soul daily in the midst of all infirmities. This thirst for holiness quenches sinful and base desires. May that be true of all of us today as we pray this. May these, the base and evil desires in us, may they be quenched by this holy desire for holiness and thirst for holiness. We mortify sinful desires by these gracious desires. Thank you, Lord, that thirsting for righteousness gives us freedom from these, from all desires that turn us away from you, Lord. Thank you for these promises, Lord. May we put them into practice and live like they are true daily. For they are true because you 
have said so. Your word is true, Lord. May we love your word today. Thank you for this time, Lord, that we have spent with you. And we worship and we honor you. And there's nothing better that we can do. Lord, we pray as we finish up. We pray for our country right now, the United States, Lord. Every country needs prayer. And and we do desire that all nations be blessed. But right now, Lord, while there is so much happening we are in such turmoil and such there is such warfare going on. We are almost at a civil war. Lord, we look to you and we say that as the psalmist says in Psalm 119, it is time for the Lord to act, to work. We pray that you would, oh God, you would reveal yourself, that you would put down the evil one and raise up the righteous ones. Lord, you would put it, uncover, Lord, you would pull back the curtain of evil on this country and you would restore us. Lord Jesus, we ask you humbly and we bow before you, Lord. And Father, we do, we not only pray for the United States, but we pray for the Philippines, for those in the Philippines. And for those in, we pray for a hunger for righteousness. And for those in Metro Manila, the central of Visayas, for central Luzon, Socas Gargan, and eastern Visayas, Lord, for these places in the Philippines that are listening and praying together. We pray for you, those of you who are listening in the Philippines, that you, that God would be very real to you. He would answer your prayers, that he would, you would see him and move in your life. We pray for your needs. We pray for your walk with him, that you would be a light in darkness. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, though, brothers and sisters, for being here with us today. I pray that your day would be filled with um, his presence and uh, We will look forward to praying with you tomorrow. Have a blessed day. Bye-bye.